0: and let's focus on cybersecurity and cloud, a group that's been under pressure for months, but in the cybersecurity category, reviving in a big way around the Ukrainian conflict. Joining us, Robert herchevek is back, founder and CEO at the herchevek Group, and of course, a star on ABC's Shark Tank. Robert, always a pleasure to have you. Thanks for coming back.
1: Thank you, Oliver.
0: We last spoke about a year ago, uh, spring 2021, and he told us then that the tech trade and the build out of Work from a home office life was uh, still very much uh, in trend and with growth, uh, and that was the case. So what about now, Robert, as uh, things are starting to refill a bit in some of the brick and mortar offices? What do you see?
1: Well, what we're seeing is there's definitely been a shift forever. The hybrid model is the new norm, and I think you're gonna see cloud and SaaS companies, because we all care about investment on this show, uh, they're gonna continue to do well. I think companies that specifically focus on at home leisure and those kind of things will struggle because I think people go back to gyms and things like that. From But from a cyber security perspective, we're seeing tremendous demand. Obviously the geopolitical stuff, what's going on in the world is driving those stocks right
0: now. And Robert, uh, when you see the areas that um, still are providing uh, value to companies that don't have uh, proper security or proper infrastructure set up. Uh, those companies fit any kind of bill. Who is the remaining customer after uh, two years of uh, businesses trying to build out all the remote capacity? Uh, what elements or what type of companies um, haven't been fulfilled yet in the tech that they need?
1: Well, it's, it's an interesting question because I think that build out will never get to a finish line. I think that people have built out, but you've got to keep in mind, there's constant need for more security. There's constant need for more communication. There's a constant need for more tools. So I think we've gone through the first phase of that heavy lifting, and now we're focusing on the security of that. What we really see happening is we think we're coming to a shift where the arms race appropriately for cybersecurity is shifting more from the tools to some of the services. There just isn't enough people in the world to be able to manage all of these things that companies have put in. And what makes it even harder is everyone's working from different places. So we're very, very bullish on managed security providers, which is of course what we do, which is one of the reasons we merged and took an investment last year. But we really think large enterprises will struggle with being able to maintain a high level of security.
0: Tell us about the combination uh, with Fishtech Group, Herjavec Group and Fishtech Group's combination. Uh, walk me through uh, where you see uh, the, the biggest market that you still want to tap into. And uh, do you think that your combination uh, is an example? Should we see more of that in uh, the cloud space? Should we see uh, groups come together and businesses uh, at this juncture post-COVID uh, maybe come together, streamline the finances in any way?
1: Well, Oliver, you wrote a great article about cloud security and SaaS providers. Hey, thank you. You mentioned that, and I actually read it. (laughs) And you mentioned that mergers and acquisitions were one of the paths forward. And I agree with you. So look at the space that we play in, in cybersecurity. There is a tremendous amount of suppliers. Um, Something like seven, eight years ago, the average enterprise had 23 cybersecurity products. Today, that number is 72. How does somebody keep up? And our space specifically around managed security is highly fragmented. There was no global market leader. There was us, there was, you know, IBM, there was a bunch of people. And one of the reasons we did an investment is we think that our market is accelerating. We think cybersecurity threats are accelerating. I mean, look what's happening in the world. And so to be ready, we took on the money, we merged with this great company called FishTech, and now, we think we've created a market leader in a space that was highly, highly fragmented. And mm-hmm. as you know, anytime from an investment perspective you can create market leadership, there's a tremendous bump in value.
0: And uh, that's in the private market and public market. There is a ton of companies too that seemingly have a good bit of overlap, uh, or if they don't, might make sense as um, parts of a broader. Uh, offering from some of the giants. Uh, Robert, any thoughts on what characteristics investors should think about when they're looking at cloud companies and trying to figure out if it's a takeover target? Uh, Is it cash flow? Is it profitability? Is it lack thereof of profitability? Uh, When we're looking through public markets, uh, what are the telltale signs of a company that might be ripe for that type of action?
1: What's interesting, you made this comment earlier, I was listening, is there's a sense of reality coming back to the market, which is it's good to be able to make positive EBITDA. I think for a long time in this space, it's been a tremendously driven value for growth. And growth is great. Obviously, it's still the number one driver, but some EBITDA is also good. So I think any company that fills in a core need, either in cybersecurity, core applications, for a large player that gives them growth, market share, technology will be ripe for acquisition. The market is moving far too quickly for every company to be able to build the sales force, go to market. And Mm. so people are going to start getting left behind.
0: Really good point. Very helpful for us. Uh, Robert, uh, before we close it out, uh, always like to get your thoughts on Bitcoin and uh, crypto. Uh, As a security guy, uh, do you see uh, a value proposition uh, in this asset class as a solution to uh, workarounds when there are sanctions, when there are uh, either threats to one's uh, finances and In Russia, we also saw in in Canada as well, uh, there were uh, uh, thoughts that crypto might be a way for uh, uh, truckers that were uh, being scrutinized by the government. A lot of different narratives. Do they hold true to you?
1: They do. And your previous guest made a great point. I think with what's happening in the world, crypto has become a bit of a safe haven for that kind of enterprise. And I've always said this, and I think it was Charles Munger who said, Uh, there would be no ransomware if there was no Bitcoin. So as a security expert, I'm highly uh, suspicious of that space because I think it is a uh, part of what makes Bitcoin great and a global crypto electronic currency makes it a downside in markets like this. The sanctions will continue. Uh, Russia will not go quietly into the night. And I think we're going to see an acceleration of Uh, cyber warfare like we've never seen in our lifetime and Mm. so the people that are on the edges of that how do they move money if you can't move money through traditional means is cryptocurrency a way for for you to move money and obviously it is now in terms of a value asset class can you tie it back to the stock market or to gold probably not because Mm. it's so highly distributed and diluted
0: Robert, uh, great thoughts, uh, unique thoughts always. So appreciate you bringing them to us. Thanks a lot for coming back. Thank you. Great stuff. And thanks for reading the article, too. Robert Herjavec, Founder and <laughs> CEO at the Herchevek Group. Uh, always a really good contribution here as we're thinking about tech. And uh, some good notes uh, for hunting in the M&A space so for the cloud sector. Probably a lot more to come, especially if now the effort needs to be ramped up to fight against cybersecurity threats, to Robert's point.